And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and human skittle. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an Eagle Scout and human IT guy. It's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian they call the guy who used to host Talk Soup. No, not him. It's John Henson. Chef Jeff is here to glaze some big, firm bunts. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little good and plenties. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, John Henson. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Good to be back. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hi. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hi, wife. Hi, (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Hi, Allison. It's good to see you. Take a ride on the so train. (laughs) So harsh. Oh, man. The harshest and yet most curious insult at my private fourth grade school yeah it'll make you cry and scratch your head yeah at the same i don't time. understand why it's an insult but it was to them and as we discussed on the podcast i thought maybe it was an uh everyone from my era thing like you know how miss mary mac mac or like those little hand mm-hmm. hand thingies that the you do hand with the, slaps yeah the hand <laughs> slapping games mm-hmm. with yeah. ink a dink a yeah. bottle of ink all that Somehow oh, wow. every child in the same grade knows that across nope. the country. Yet take a ride on the soul train as an insult was specific to my grade Did school. You? Like the so? I, I miss this. Take the a so? ride on the, the Were you not on so, that one? Take a I ride guess. on the so <laughs> Unless I train. completely blacked out No, it. this oh. is when Sam was sick, oh, okay. so you missed this episode. There would appear okay. to be no L on the end of it. Right, just so. Like so what? Like so? soul train. Oh, wait though. Maybe Jenna's on to something. Maybe it was like take a ride on yeah yeah like that's clever. Don't care for them, what though. you're saying. No, I really uh, think they think were saying soul because <laughs> some people tweeted yeah. and said that that's yeah. how the host used to. I say I got it. a little shit. Yeah, from some folks because okay. I didn't I didn't realize <laughs> that that's how they said it on the show. So uh, you're not a big Don Cornelius fan. No. Well, <laughs> anyway, but the um, how did you have you? <laughs> did you have the one where um, we would say your mama wears pink army boots? No, no. Or pink combat boots. That was one that we said. Now, just your mom wears combat boots was one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. To which I would say, yes, she does. <laughs> we added the pink, I guess. I would say take, take a ride on the sew train to that. Yeah. About yeah. the boots. Well, wait, what does that mean? Your mama wears pink. No idea. Army but it's not a boots. good thing, I guess, because it would be something bad. We used to say, go fuck yourself. I don't know. <laughs> did you guys say that when you grew up? Did anybody? Have you guys ever heard that? The small town of Provo, Utah. Yes. Yes, we did. Always. <laughs> I like it. It's timeless. It's a classic. Okay. Lots to talk about. There was an ant problem mm. that I believe. Yeah. Oh, you don't even know, John Henson. I saw the tweet, sugar ants, which I didn't even. Is that a specific distinction well, of ant? Yes, because that's the little teeny, 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 the tiny, tiny ones. Oh, they're the worst. And they're sweet. I. <laughs> they are. You like cute things. I. Uh, I have a good story about that. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just get. Let me just get this important <clears throat> ant factoid out. I didn't know that they were called that, but I'm going to guess probably. Exactly a year before when I tweeted about finding t- 
tiny ants. Then people wrote back and said, those are sugar ants. I was like, how did I make it this far in my life without even knowing specifically that they're sugar ants or that there's such a thing? All right, let's hear yours, your ant story. I think, I mean, I think they're sugar. I think we're talking about the same thing. So I. Tiny <clears> ants <throat> that want to crawl in your butthole, probably. But. <laughs> I what doesn't want to crawl on my butthole? Um, I uh, I think I might. I feel like a little deja vu. Like I might have even mentioned this story once before. But I my years ago I got drunk at a charity auction and um, and bid on a property uh, in Mexico. And I just I just knew it was this place, Huatulco, Mexico. And I thought, oh. I go to Mexico all the time. It's two hours from here. Well, it's at the very southern tip. Like, it's the next step <laughs> is South America. And uh, and you couldn't even get there directly. Like, we had to literally spend a night in Mexico City and fly out the next day because there's only one flight a day. Was this a rental I, or you bought the place? No, it was like I, was like I got a week there. And, it's, okay. and it, sound, it was at a charity auction sure. and it sounded remarkable. It was one of these, like five bedroom houses and it comes with a private chef and it has this great pool and an infinity pool and I was like ah oh, this is going to be amazing and I invited uh, my brother and his wife and uh, my wife's friends and we got there first and it was a shithole oh, it was no. so so awful <laughs> this was an actual this is an excerpt from a conversation that I had with the owner he goes uh, excuse me that's not rat shit. That's bat shit. And I was like, I feel so much better. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Uh, and this was, you will appreciate this, having a, a small child. My son was uh, probably, uh, I don't know, maybe a year and a half at the no. time. And uh, no. they, had, they, had said, <laughs> yeah. they had said that they would have, that they had there, don't worry about it, we have everything. We have a high chair, we have a oh, crib, <laughs> we have all the stuff we got there. Nothing. Oh my gosh. So we've been traveling all day long with a kid who has skipped a nap. There. It's 7 p.m. and there is no place to put him. I mean, it was, so we were melting down. And uh, so uh, I, uh, we got in like at night and the next day, everybody was getting in at like midday. And I called a local concierge, like real estate concierge. And I said, pick me up at nine in the morning. Take me to the best rental home in this town and we'll work backwards. And uh, I ended up renting another property. I said, as I said to my wife, like in tears, I go, honey, sometimes you just got to throw money at a problem until it goes away. You know? <laughs> and uh, so we just we just pulled up stakes and moved. And uh, the place that we went to was spectacular. It was like out of Miami Vice. It was ridiculous. And because we were there last second and the, the house was going to sit empty, they cut us a, an enormous Oh, break. nice. But at the time... I was doing Invisalign, and they have those little trays, right? And uh, little did I know that uh, after brushing my teeth, there was a residual toothpaste in the tray, like a residue oh. of the toothpaste. Oh, I forgot, I forgot even how we got into this story, but right? now I'm remembering. So I was unaware that there had been... <laughs> Hundreds oh. of sugar ants in this Invisalign tray. Oh God! And I picked no. it up. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Popped it in ah. my mouth, and then Allison will not. I felt something <laughs> moving no. on my face, oh, fuck. and I went. Oh, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, gosh. "There's shit just crawling out of oh. my mouth," and I. I'm dying. 
I ain't over I, here. I just, I just started going, you know, like, and I, uh, and my wife came in, and I was like, I was like, don't look at me, don't look at me, get out, get out, and I, uh, I, I was like retching and and gargling and spitting, and it was horrendous. They were like crawling all over my face. Oh. They were. I opened up and looked at my mouth. They were crawling in my mouth. Oh my God, uh, this is my so nightmare. I got I got all of it out and I walked out. My wife goes, my wife goes, are you okay? And I go, I don't ever want to talk about that again. <laughs> Please don't ever bring that up. I cannot be reminded of it. And she's like, I promise you, I will. Not. And to this day, if she ever brings it up, she'll be like, are you okay to talk about oh, it? Like she actually qualifies whether it was one of the worst fucking things that has ever happened to me in sect wise. That is a horror oh. movie. I only found a bunch on a cutting board <laughs> and then just scouts everywhere else in the kitchen, just sort of not everywhere else, but on the counter and the microwave and a couple different sides of the wall and the other wall, just a little bit, but the like the real concentration of them was on a cutting board. Um, and that was enough to make me have to get up. Now I already am getting up numerous times in the night um, because of Elliot, but I added to that, a lot of other trips to go into the kitchen and flick on the lights and see who's in here <laughs> because we, we like cleaned right. and used insecticide even though I'm sure someone's going to be like don't do that with a small child I don't care it was, I care about not having ants more than I care about my child right. it was so, incredibly psychologically destabilizing for you <laughs> <laughs> well look I'm not on terra firma to begin with right, right? lately um, yeah so anyway what was the fruit just out of curiosity what were they on? Well, I mean, you said it was they? a cutting board. Was it? Was it like? No, I don't nothing. know what what so, it was a tr- uh, tray that we. <laughs> well, the cutting board. I don't know what had been had cut on there. Some juice of something on it that we just don't like from the last time mm. we used it. Probably. I haven't used it in it. forever. Did we use it when had, your mom was here? I think my mom may have used it to cut fruit, probably. Yeah, or cheese. I don't think they'd want cheese. No, I bet it was like a, you know, nectarine or something. Mm -hmm. Nectarines are maddening. I feel like when you buy a nectarine, you just have to pull up a chair and wait because it's only ripe for about eight minutes and then it becomes soft and gross and you have fruit flies. It's like if you're going to get a nectarine, either get a plum or get a peach. Why get a fucking nectarine? Because maybe you don't want the hair in your mouth. At the nexus, when when a nectarine is like (laughs) ripe and it's It's it's, perfect, it, it is really all things to all people but mm-hmm. it, it it spends about 90 seconds in that state <laughs> and then it becomes inedible and a source of rot right. and if you bite into one that's and it's been years but if you bite into one that's too hard sometimes oh. it like feels like it scrapes your gums back from your teeth does anyone know what i'm talking <laughs> yes, about yes it does it's chalky a little bit and so he, here's what i was saying though i only had the ant situation i just described and that was enough to make me have to inspect numerous times to make sure there's not ants after you had a bunch in your mouth <laughs> mm-hmm. and not just in your mouth but held against your teeth with a tiny piece oh, of like, orthodontic when i pulled tra- out the tray ah. it was just genocide like i had just <laughs> <laughs> like eaten they were just smashed what did they taste like Nectarine, actually, yeah. oddly enough, that perfect yeah, moment, that perfect yeah. nectarine, the juicy. That so, would that would be all it would take to institutionalize you. I think, Allison, like you would. I would not. Drive I you, could. I would not come back. It would from drive that. you over the edge. There would be. Yeah. Death, it would. The podcast I recorded before that would be the last they ever heard of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there with was words, a lot of it would just be screaming, rocking back and forth, yeah, and sort of drooling, talking to myself and facing a corner. You know. So here's my question. 
Once you got the ants off your face and out of your mouth, for how long afterwards were you checking to see if there were still ants on your face and in your mouth? And just like punching your nose because you every tickle. There was a, there was a lot of uh, a, a yeah. lot of free floating itching. You're saying you know that like yeah. he stopped. Yeah, <laughs> it's was, probably continuing to this day. There was a lot of like, oh, you get it off me, you yeah. know, like yeah. just a lot of anything, anything that went. I've had a couple of those. Like I remember driving. Do you guys know who the comedian Tom Agna is? Oh yeah, Tom yeah. Agna is brilliant. He lives in Thailand now, but he uh, he and I did. I mean, this is thirty years ago, probably. We did a um, a uh, gig in Atlantic City, and we were driving back. It was New Year's Eve, and we were driving back. It was like three o'clock in the morning. We stopped at an Arby's, and we were so hungry. And uh, I uh, unwrapped my burger to eat it, and a roach, <laughs> and I mean a big roach, like two two digits on your on your finger you know came out of the burger and like down the table on my leg and down and and i was so hungry that all i did was exchange the burger i was like give me another one what are the odds that this one has a roach in it i mean probably high probably (laughs) very high you ordered the live roach burger yeah yeah now and then watching that kid make your burger it's like you know uh, it's the as my brother would say. Could you handle that for me a little bit more? I think there's some parts of the burger that hasn't been in touch with your entire hand. <laughs> this is like pre gloves, you know, just some kid. Uh, Yikes! <laughs> I glad to bum everybody out. <laughs> well, uh, and and I'm just wondering, does rat shit? Does bat shit look different than rat shit? That was his thing. That was guano. Was guano. That's not, oh. that's not Isn't a... Isn't that in Red Bull? And, uh, you know, but I was like, yeah, but here's the thing. It's inside the house. That means there are bats here's, in the house. It, because Watulco is very humid, and humidity does awful things to a home that is closed for a long period of time. So if you're... Like, if you live down there and you're opening up your house and you're cleaning it regularly, it's okay. But if you're like closing up that house for months at a time and you just open it up it's musty and moldy and there's you know shit in there and uh there were you know there was ants everywhere the aforementioned bat shit there was uh none of the children's stuff that they told me there was there was a missing bedroom like they (laughs) built it as a five bedroom actually or maybe a four bedroom and uh and instead it was a three bedroom and then a pull-out couch in the living room like that's Uh, not a bedroom did you Um, did you demand your money back from the charity dude uh it was through a very uh my my wife and i were on the board of the charity and we got back and i just i wrote a very nice i worked on it very hard to take all of my animus out of the wording but i just said i feel like you ought to know that you know you should not work with this person again because they misled us on the on the property and um she ended up writing a check to cover uh, not just what I'd put in, but what the the other property. I, so I think I the end up going out. Of the pocket. moral of this story is never give to charity, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, so, you guys, last week Jenna mentioned uh, receiving emails from nothing but cakes. Yeah, very personal. Not just like the corporate email right. that comes to everybody. Sexual. No. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, you when are. it's a bunch cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did they show you how they text, make them? <laughs> text at 2 a.m. No, it was just the, you know. I signed up for the newsletter. You Na- know. Okay, I'll get I back. Did. I'll Let's get-, get it real. Are you getting amber alerts from them? <laughs> I am. There's a missing bunch. Yeah. Mitsubishi <laughs> license plate number XY919. <laughs> Light blue. Last seen with a bunt cake at La Brea and Fairfax. <laughs> when naming the episode last week, I was trying so hard. I wanted to put something about Jenna liking Bunt Cake like in the title, but I didn't want to do something risque because I know that Jenna would probably not be comfortable with that. You did but want to. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I wanted you to. We, you, we thought it would be... <laughs> we were laughing about Jenna likes big bunts. <laughs> I worked it and into I cannot the, laugh. Yeah, exactly. I worked it into the intro. <laughs> but we didn't do that. No. I think so. I, and I think I even texted you. It was so far away from you that. Did, it was just yeah. Jenna likes tiny buns. I'm like, is that okay? Yes. <laughs> Which I had. A, I thought potentially you were going to read it and be like, why are you even asking me? Like, there's nothing. There's nothing right. offensive. I appreciate about this. it, but yeah, I, I read it to Al, and he was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, do I not know what that is supposed to mean? Well, it's the, just like, bunt Sounds like butt, <laughs> and I was just being so great. <laughs> I gotta get with these kids these days. <laughs> the so anyway. Um, I got a call from my UPS box guy yesterday saying <laughs> that something... You just stopped before guy? <laughs> I, know, be... I got a call from my UPS box. It's a smart box. Yeah, it's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying that something perishable had arrived. So uh, it was a whole bunch of bunt cakes from nothing bunt cake. Is there a plural? Is it a... nothing bunt cakes? Yes, nothing bunt cakes. It wasn't from them. Well, it was from... Someone. It was a whole. It, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I. I feel like. The, okay. Yes. Um. And well, someone super nice. Yes. I'm getting to that. Okay. Jeez. Um. Sorry. I've lost my ability to tell a story. According to Daniel. <laughs> well, you made it sound like the company decided to reward us for mentioning. Well, I didn't know because one was a box with a bunch of, and I've since gone to the website, and now I know. Buntlets. <laughs> Aww. They also have buntinis, which are even smaller. What? That's new. <laughs> they're bite size, or they're so very small, and these are pretty small. <laughs> Dano buns. <laughs> you, can, you can't even see it with the naked eye. <laughs> um, and then there was this big tiered bunt cake that had two layers and it was wrapped in cellophane and it said, Happy birthday, Olivia and Elisa. <laughs> now, that was confusing to me. <laughs> My first. Not too confusing <laughs> no it was oh, okay because i'm like somehow <laughs> my brain was just like olivia and elisa that must be jenna and allison <laughs> the person yeah when you trans- explained it to me i got home and i'm like olivia and elisa who and and you were just yeah you were like, like maybe it's samantha and jenna maybe it's elliot and yeah, allison. You, like, you were just kind of <laughs> like yeah we'll figure it out like as though <laughs> like somehow like they got riddle. it really wrong right. this will make sense yeah right yeah, just keep it working it out it yeah. was and what like elliot and allison though Except it's not your birthday. Sounds like Olivia and Elisa. Close, (laughs) right? Right, but it's not our birthday. Right. And I thought, I thought, so the, the bun, the buntlets, here's the note. Allison and gang had my first nothing bunt cake as a gift after my son was born. I am happy to pay it forward and joy. Jill Reader. Thank you so much, Jill. That's so nice. So nice. Now there was no card on the mysterious other one. Well, I mean, there was. Happy birthday, Olivia and Elisa. But that, oh no. I don't think there was like a little card like the one I'm holding up. I think it just said, maybe there was, I can't remember now. Um, and also 
there was on the receipt though on the tiered cake it said two of two so i called up the box store to say i think maybe i received the wrong Mm. one and they're like nope they were both for you they were delivered by the same place oh and the cake said gardena on it and the other one said manhattan beach so i'm like these are coming from two different nothing but i was so confused the cake also said deliver two, and it was an address in gardena (laughs) Well, so Daniel, Sherlock Holmes over here figured that out when he got home. I I looked at him like, happy birthday, Olivia and Alyssa. This is clearly not for us. I'm deducing that this is not for (laughs) us. So so I ate it. Well, we'll uh, we'll get to that. What what exactly um, tipped you off that it wasn't for so uh, I'm like, how, how it's from someone it? with the last name Nguyen, which is, I don't know. I think it's pronounced Nguyen. Nguyen. It's the Vietnamese name. I don't. I thought maybe that was who took the order. Okay. So it clearly <laughs> was not for us. I said, oh, obviously the company misdelivered it. Like, how often does that happen? Like, never, right? Know. With mm. uh, the people that are in charge of writing these cards, could happen three, four times a day. It yeah. like I don't know. But then you're going to keep telling the rest of the story? Well, so my big concern wasn't poor Olivia and Elisa who aren't getting their cake. It was this is an ant magnet. <laughs> what are we going to do? Because the bun. Bunt, I can't, the buntlets. My brain wants to say buntinis, but they're buntlets. The buntlets were individually wrapped, are individually wrapped. This is just like, come and get me, ants. <laughs> so it was sitting in the studio, um, and I said to Daniel, what we're going to have to do is just get... I'm like, I figured it out. We're just going to have to put the whole thing in the refrigerator. We have no room in the refrigerator. Well, <laughs> conveniently or inconveniently, Wendy got to it first. <laughs> Because you know how she likes to get on the table? She, I don't think she fully got on the table. No, she was she, in the and, chair. She was. And I, by the way, I had texted a photo of this to Jenna, so I feel bad. So the I went to the... cake what? that was not the for us. The cake that's not for us is gone? Gone. gone. I went into the back room and didn't even think about it. Uh, um, when I came back, Wendy was sitting in the chair, <laughs> uh, leaning into the cake, Aww. so focused. So cute. And she had just licked all of the frosting. She was just licking... On just well, like an eighth of the cake. And I was just imagining like, her entire view, her vision was just cake she and was frosting. Motorboating this, that cake. <laughs> yeah, this dog has never been happier. This was like, and she was so focused, all business, patient, <laughs> just getting every. And it was, I felt bad. It'll never get better for her. her she peaked. Is, is peak moment. What's interesting is she didn't mess with the cake, just the frosting. I don't know if she was going for cake mm. later. She yeah, she just was just like, went no one's coming for me. Maybe I get to have the <laughs> whole thing. savor this. <laughs> well, so um, I said to Daniel, well, let's just cut off this portion of it and then get it into the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. But then Daniel had a better idea, which is... Sorry, Jenna. Go find Olivia and Elisa and give them this cake. <laughs> yeah. With missing frosting. only well. the part that the dog ate. I, I didn't say good, a good idea in this in the moral or ethical sense, good. I know. I'm beginning to regret that I'm <laughs> no, telling no. this part of it. I would have rather just left it with Wendy ruined the cake. But so anyway, um, we gave it to, or we offered it to Elliot's babysitter. Good idea. Oh. And we offered to cut off that part of it. While both acknowledging that if we were going to eat it, it would we probably wouldn't even care. Because I think what you said, Daniel, was I think you said, I mean, I pretty much just let my dog lick the inside of my mouth. So <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say I let her lick the inside of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus you Christ. You put your tongue no, in her mouth? No, I did I not, and I do her. not. I, but you said it in your cutesy dog. No, oh, my God. In the middle of the night. my ass, I would never let that dog lick my mouth. In the middle of the night, last night, Daniel... 
got Elliot and, and referred to him as his fusselberries because he was fussing. <laughs> She's my snuggleberries. Um, yeah, apparently that's what I say when I'm super out of it because I don't even. Um, no, Wendy will lick my mouth. It's not a thing that I try to do, and the licking of the inside of the mouth. I'm sorry, it wow. did come out wrong. I, I long wrong. for the days of sugar ant stories now. <laughs> Things got real weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, point is, we've gotten you said over something. What you said? I just so- said I, I, the the dog licks my mouth, so I'm I'd eat the cake. Like it's not like I. <laughs> We just punched oh. it up. Jeff, we're going to cut this out, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make drops out of any of this. Yeah. We'll fix so, it in post. So anyway, <laughs> I, I called Nothing Bunt Cake today to let them know that I received two items. One of them, I believe, was not for me because the card said this. They acted like this, like they were very surprised. They were very appreciative and surprised that I had called. They took down, they wanted a lot of information though. And at one point they even said, okay, we'll give you a call if we need any more information. And I'm thinking, how can I, but I think then the woman said, well, I mean, it's not like you can help more. Like, like she was very off book. She did not know what, like this exchange had apparently never really happened, I guess, because she needed a lot of information. She wanted info. Did you get a visit from deep cake? (laughs) Right. What are you wearing? What what does that matter? I don't understand. I think she just was trying to be thorough, but didn't know. But then I said, just so you know, my dog got into the cake and she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't expect you to still have it. But here's the thing. I could tell that she thought I was just coming up with an excuse, like I had eaten the cake, because I wanted to be like, no, really, she really did get into it, but I feel like that's a real go-to. But what do you care? Like, it's a complete stranger. No, she and I have a relationship now. We had a long call. Yeah. Plus, she knows so much about you now. She's like, (laughs) I need a diagram of your house times you're most likely alone, the whole nine yards. Yeah. It's weird that she was going to circle back with me to let she was going to they were going to take care of it internally and then she was going right. to get back to me. Someone definitely got fired because yeah, you no. made that call. She's going Miss Marple. She's going to come back to you with who did it. I think I know based on some names on the receipt uh, and which register they work at. And she also was surprised that I had received that receipt. Um, but I was thinking the person she should be circling back with or getting in touch with is Olivia and Elisa. Like, they're the yes. ones who are out I, of cake. Right. I imagine they've probably already reached out. Like, the person who gave the cake yeah, probably, probably said, hey, did you get the cake? And they were like, no. And then someone called them, and they realized it. Worst birthday ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't think... I never... I don't you know. know what? Actually, there was another company that did the delivery, and I think that's probably who messed up. The delivery guy was like, I'm not taking this all the way to wherever I need to go. Gardena. Yeah, I'm trying right. to this get my Allison van and can't have free. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In fact, when the box <laughs> store called, they said we got a call from name of company, which is not nothing bunt cakes. It's like a, it's a courier. Mm. So they're the ones. Mm. So none, nothing bunt cake was none the wiser. My dog uh, once ate, did the same thing with a sweet lady Jane. Oh, uh, that's a fancy cake. At a baby shower oh boy (laughs) (laughs) and uh he got more than an eighth of the way through it he did some damage well did you guys cut that part off and go ahead or did you just yeah 
It was in the middle of the party. Like, everybody was there. We just walked in, and it was like, a, oh, no, George. God they have bless. no self-control. He was, by the way, he, I mean, it was maybe one of the best days of his life. Oh I mean, God. he was golden retriever, both paws up on, mm-hmm. you know, just going to town, man. <laughs> I mean, it was like he knew he had a limited time. Like, yep. he had that kind of look over. It's like, like a, anything that comes, so this is cute. worth it. it was, he, he had the kind of panicked look in his eye, like a safe cracker who knows that the <laughs> cops are coming any minute. Like, he was working against the clock. And there's, there's that, like, when is the moment when I can cut away from this? How close can I right. get? To right. being caught. And then like an hour later, the dog is laying on the ground like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> I feel like that's torn straight from a Marmaduke panel. Yeah, it, I, it, see it. It. I mean, it was, he was, uh, it was a good day for George. Well, speaking of dogs, some sad news. Mm. Yeah, we had sad news uh, this week. My mom's dog, our dog, a little family dog, party girl. Mm. passed away yes was it today it was today this morning uh party girl as you guys know big fan best dog ever super spoiled when she was mad at you she'd spite poop the best dog (laughs) when i so crazy when i saw her in person it was as if seen i I was seen a celebrity i'd seen so many pictures i was like is that party girl is that her yeah no it's another lookalike little pug (laughs) okay just this cute little pug my brother rescued her here in la like gosh 10, 12 years ago. A long probably. time yeah. ago. So she she would already, I mean, she, we don't, she was very old. Um, and she had a lot of different problems, but she had been doing really well. A few months ago, her trachea had collapsed oh. a little bit. And so they gave her some steroids and some medicine, and it worked. It made her feel better. She seemed fine. And then uh, yesterday, it happened again, and she, like, passed out. And so my mom took her to the vet, and the vet said, I don't know if this is going to work again. Um, So they tried it again. They gave her the steroids. And then by this morning, my mom just said, like, she's in pain. You can tell she's miserable. She can hardly breathe. And so my mom had to go take her in and have her... Mm put down i guess is, I, so, so, I hate the phrase anyway she's it's sad all we're all sad. Are sad i know yeah. and she is hopefully reunited with all of our other dogs because she is the sweetest little girl so we miss her and my mom's doing fine and every and everyone's been so nice i posted on instagram and it's like everybody's so nice because i mean i think a lot of people just have this experience you know Mm. you guys do and a Mm. lot of people do and it's so it's funny how even though we actually i feel like i've been preparing for this like party girl's gonna pass away it's so sad we're gonna miss her and then um even even this morning though when my mom texted me like i'm on my way to the vet things aren't good i thought like no this Mm -hmm. isn't real Mm -hmm. so i think i'm still sort of in that phase because i wasn't there either Mm -hmm. this all happened in utah and so it's like it's it's weird. It's weird. Is it Louis C.K. said buying a dog is just a countdown to sorrow? It's so <laughs> true. Yes. But it's they're so great. Yeah. They're so, so great. That's the price of the mm-hmm. companionship. Exactly. Them, you know. So my mom had we had to put down our other dog. We had a lab. Um, her name was Ebony. Ebby, and she was put down a couple years ago. And I think that's the only hard part is that it's kind of like stirring up. Mm-hmm missing ebby mm-hmm. and now my mom has no dogs which is like we've had a dog since i was like 14 so it's just been it's just a weird place to be in suddenly my prediction 
is she will get another dog soon. Even though I know that you're saying she. Yeah. I don't. Has, that's why she's she's like resisting that. We'll see. That's kind of. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm in that spot with no dog now after we just lost two dogs last mm. year. And, yeah. You know, yeah. they were, one was 17, the oh other was word. 13. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and uh, we're very, very much a dog family, and we want desperately to reload. Um, <laughs> but we also have, you know kids and we're like not until everyone can wipe their own ass yeah. like i'm not <laughs> not taking more shit right. on my plate literally <laughs> i want everybody to be a little more user friendly mm-hmm. uh and self-sufficient before we do it but it's weird to not have a dog after 17 years of having a dog it's right. crazy well and my, my mom lives alone and i think that's going to be a big transition too of like she's a kind of in a bigger house by herself the dog was someone who like even Party, who was tiny and pretty much useless, <laughs> like would bark and, you know, alert her to things happening in the house or, you know, things like that. And Ebby was a great um, guard dog in a way. She like would scare people off on animals and all different things because she was so big. And anyway, it's going to be a weird transition. So we're all kind of like... It's like I, all day today I've been sad and then I kind of forget about it for a minute and then I remember and go like, oh gosh, this is weird. It's very weird. I think that's what happens when there's a death. And yes, I'm going to put it that way regardless of whether it's a person or an animal that you're not present for. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is not affecting my day-to-day life, but it still happened. But right. It's, I can forget, but it still mm-hmm. happened. And you kind of exactly back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be weird to go home and not have a dog. And it'll be weird for Janae to come visit without a dog because she brought Party Girl everywhere with her. They, mm. they were together constantly. I don't like this one bit. I know. I know. <laughs> so we've just been like remembering how crazy and weird she was and how kooky she was and yes. focusing on happy stuff. Do you have a favorite Party Girl story? Oh, there's like a million. Party Girl peed on all of my clothes as a... Every time I would come home and visit, she would somehow get into my suitcase and pee on all of my clothes. <laughs> What's not to love? It's just a happy memory, you mm-hmm. know? I blamed it on the other dog for a very long time until that dog passed away, and it turns out it was Party Girl the whole time. Let's pour a little out for our homie Party Girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she was just sweet. She just she was what we love about what I loved about her the most is because she was so chill and her older age especially. She all the grandkids, all my mom's grandkids, all my nieces and nephews like would just pile on her. Like oh. she just let kids wrestle her and she just loved it and was nice about it. She was the most like just you could she was so i can't even talk about her she was so great she's the best all i know is when we would pull up to the house party girl would purposely try to run under the car <laughs> just to mess with terrified that i would run this dog praying over. for the sweet release <laughs> yes. of death and the entire family would be like you the brother-in-law killed our dog <laughs> And so I would always be very nervous pulling in because the dog would just run right out into the street. She was the, the smartest dog on like, the block. Away, you Smart know? enough to pee on your clothes. So hold just on. Just mine, by the way. She just hated my smell, apparently. <laughs> so your perception of Party Girl was that she loved being she tackled by the ingrat and wrestled and all these things. But the evidence is that she was, it, there were all these cries for help. She was peeing on your clothes. She was She's trying addictive. to commit suicide. <laughs> By running under the car, <laughs> perhaps she wasn't. I don't know. I she mean, would I, maybe hold now's it. Not the time. No, no, no. She would. She was very calculated. 
Party Girl loved her life and she loved Janae. Okay. Whether or I'm not, sorry, I'm not trying to rewrite. Whether or not she loved us, who knows? You know? She loved Janae, she loved her life, but she would get back at you. For example, if we would come take attention away from her, maybe not pay attention to her as much because there were so many of us around, you would take her outside. 15, 20 minutes. Just go to the bathroom party. I know you got to poop. Go. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. You go back inside. 30 seconds later, she's pooping and staring at you. <laughs> Look me in the eyes, woman. I'm doing this. She would spite poop. It was charming. I know it yep. doesn't sound charming, but it was. No, because there's a lot of personality in that. Yeah, there there's is. a little Stockholm syndrome <laughs> in here. Party, party had a rough childhood. Yeah, this is maybe she something did. for your talking doctor. <laughs> she, On Tuesday, she we'll start had... with this. <laughs> oh, so why I'm do sad. you say that? You, <laughs> why do you say that you felt you deserved this fight? <laughs> um, so, a thing you don't know about Al John Henson is that he is afraid that someone will die near him and it'll get pinned on him. That is true. Huge fear of his life. I didn't kill my wife! Yeah, <laughs> his favorite movie, so. The Fugitive. Yeah, I am terrified oh. of uh, being falsely accused. Do you, uh, you want me to do the impression of the one-armed guy? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a trench coat convention? I always think, I always think of like, if, after I've left the house in the morning, like if something were to happen... There's like this blank spot of like, well, when did you leave for work? Did you kill your wife and then leave for work? And it's like, no, wait, I left at 7.55 and it didn't, ha- you know, like I have these like constant fears He's that watch- something's going to happen. Because you watch forensic files and yeah. all those shows constantly. It's in yeah. your head. You are, you are going to manifest it. You realize this. <laughs> I am terrified. It's just a terrified. matter of time. Wait, but that means somebody... I'm probably going to die. Or so. maybe he's laying the groundwork, yeah. a little smokescreen. Or you are going to spite future. poop right <laughs> well. in front of Al making eye contact with him. I'll do it. Don't make me. You I guys, you're hungry. You want to make a delicious meal. You don't want to have to look at a recipe and then drive to the grocery store and then buy all the ingredients and they never have the ingredients in the exact amount you need. So you have to buy more than you need or accidentally you buy less than you need. It's just a whole thing. Don't deal with that whole thing. Get Blue Apron. They're amazing. They send you everything you need to make a delicious home cooked meal. All the ingredients fresh ingredients um, are already proportioned for you. So you don't have to do all the measuring and all the like, what do I do with this leftover chervil or what have you, this leftover orzo. Um, It's all in the exact amounts you need. And there are recipe cards that are broke. They break down all the steps. There's pictures. It's super easy. uh, Whether you are a novice cook or is there anything fancier than a master? Like, is there a higher level of chef than master chef? Grandmaster chef. Whether you're a novice cook or a grandmaster chef. Or grandmaster flash. Mm-hmm. Any, you know what? Blue Apron is perfect for anyone. Novice cook, grandmaster chef, grandmaster flash. And anyone in between. It's affordable, less than $10 per person per meal. Uh, there's variety. It's flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. There's several different delivery options. It's each meal uh, is, can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And with Blue Apron's freshness guarantee, they promise that every ingredient in your delivery will arrive ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash allison. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Allison, blueapron.com slash Allison, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So you guys, it finally happened. 
thing I've been wanting to happen for a really, really, really long time. I saw Daniel on the toilet. What? <laughs> We're talking about this? Did you put a like a secret camera in there? Or how'd no. You, how'd you do it? A long mirror that you poked into the bathroom. Yeah. Right. I was, I was in the studio. <laughs> she, she dressed all in white and just was flat against the wall. <laughs> did not see her there. A periscope. Yeah. Came up from the toilet. <laughs> Got a giant piece of foam corn. Covered it with subway yeah, tiles. I was in a wetsuit. <laughs> no. So what happened was. Wait. I was, wait. Is this a good story? <laughs> Well, for people that know that I've oh, I've been like you're keeping a secret from me. Yes, <laughs> yeah. toilet up. time. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: you don't know this about me, John. And I, by the way, I've changed my mind a bit. But for a long time, I talked about I like I I feel like in a marriage there should be no doors. I you're you're quite you feel quite differently about this, right? Crap <laughs> Uh, yeah, my wife and I uh, do not fart in front of each other. We don't Ooh. not fart in front of each other. We're yeah. the same way. We're I, the same way. Even oh, through yeah. pregnancy? Yeah. We, wow. Uh, we want to preserve a little mystery. I want to kill the mystery. Mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> Cons- consider it dead. <laughs> Wait, I, I can't. Jenna Al. Yeah. No yeah. farting in front of each other throughout pregnancy? If it's an accident, okay. yeah. that's a different story. Happen. But yeah. I'm not going to like get in bed, lift up a butt cheek, and be like, yeah. ah, I just farted. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Daniel and I have started. Remember? Fart-offs. Fart, the, when Daniel farted, he used to do one of my favorite things and say... I don't know what you're. I don't know what I fouled. Oh, I fouled. I fouled. But somehow that turned mm. into farting and then going what? <laughs> like like what did that just happen to me? What? I mean, was it, you know? Or like how did that happen? So <laughs> there was a day where my mom was here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Look, I've been very farty in pregnancy and in the immediate aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and with my mom like there's no mystery with my mom that's someone that i really am gonna fart around so by the uh, way nothing delights allison more than talking about her own farts uh, my tee yeah. i kept farting <laughs> <laughs> and then going what? Because it's like automatic and then my mom my mom would go what <laughs> 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 and I'd say, oh, it's just a a thing that I said. I couldn't explain it. Like, I can't explain it now. But no. So anyway, uh, for a long time, I felt like, why must we close doors when we go to the bathroom? I changed my mind because there were, it was more like it was just Daniel's reluctance to do this made me think that this is something I wanted even more. So wait, you wanted... Okay, hold on. So... You thought we should not be closing doors when we go to the bathroom until you saw me in the bathroom. No, no, and then no. you're like, change my mind. No, well, that's what I was... <laughs> doors are good. No, <laughs> now we need a that, vault. Yeah, what the fuck? With <laughs> a time <laughs> lock. No. That's, you, now there's like padlock. I see a, like a, a guy like installing a right. padlock on yeah. all the doors. Fine, I'll just get right to the end of the story. You had just come home from work and what... I was shocked by was you looked so executive on the toilet. <laughs> you look, it was like this is a professional man going to the bathroom. Well, what you did had you your, think? I don't know what I don't know what I expected. I, I never, was just going to shed all my clothes and like have one foot up on the toilet seat and 
Like, hey, what's happening? He's a professional yeah. pooper. I knew a guy in high school that used to take off every single piece of clothing that I've, he had. I've heard about yeah. people yeah. who do that. Like, I remember he was coming out of the bathroom once from using the bathroom in, in our apartment, and he was putting his watch back on. And I was like, <laughs> you took your watch off? And he was like, yeah, I take everything off. But and where is he? Like, the what? floor is he disgusting. What? He took his contacts out. He he did, I mean, like, much. he would like, I was like, why would you do that? And he said it all stemmed from when he was a little kid, like getting poop on a shirt once and then being oh. paranoid. Yeah. That, like that. when he was, I guess when he was wiping that he got, you oh, know, yeah. but, and then he was like, so after that, I just started taking, and I was like, so then you were just like, well, might as well take the pants off too. I mean, are you going with socks? You took right. your fucking watch off. Yeah. Maybe it was on his wiping arm. Yeah, how much of that arm is he using? You know, <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, some, there are some bizarre practices. Maybe uh, that's well, uh, something to be proud of that your husband looks downright GQ. Uh, yeah. when I only, he dumps. I only he take really, the clo- That's exactly how I would put it. I only take all my clothes off when I use the urinal in the men's room. <laughs> sure, right, right, but not when I take it's a shit. Well, you know? customs are customs. <laughs> <laughs> so I started realizing I don't really want this open door policy during pregnancy when I would be in the bathroom. Our office, we have a, so our bedroom connects to our office via a bathroom. So there's doors on both sides. Um, I would be in there thinking you were far away. So I would have the door open and then you would be approaching. And remember, I would say, I'm in here. Can you close the door? Which uh-huh. is like these surprise. These words are coming out of my mouth. But so anyway, yesterday I recorded a podcast. I did not realize you were home. I needed to grab my, and you usually <laughs> use the guest bathroom. Right. The poop room, as we would refer to it in our house. Everybody's got a poop room. Yeah, but I don't like to use it for that if there's uh, someone here. Right. I didn't um, know Daniel was home. Um, This is... I'm glad we are recording a podcast (laughs) about these things. Right. So I needed to get lip gloss out of the bathroom, Mm. and you were... And it was his... Mm -hmm. Like, twice a year, he poops in in the bathroom that Mm -hmm. I was trying to get into. So I knocked, and I said... (laughs) Thank you, Al. I said, hey... Can I get my lip gloss? And you said, "Oh, sure." So I, exp- I was like, "Well, that's a surprise," because I expected Mister Private Shits <laughs> to say, "So like, I just want to pass it under the door." I just want to pause for a second. I didn't set out to be on a podcast. This wasn't like my dream to be on a podcast. Uh, circumstances got me here to where my wife is talking about my shit habits. Um. Anyway. Sounded like you were really nice, though. Sure, come on. That's in. the thing. It was so, he was so inviting. So well, I, I knew you had limited time. So I thought to myself, oh, "Oh, he must be plucking his eyebrows. I don't know. Doing doing not doing what I thought he was in there doing. Not that you pluck your eyebrows, etc." Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Can I get my lip gloss? Sure. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was right. just it was there And was then a- he's sitting there on the toilet putting on your lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> so I opened so wait, the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was astounded by how as I said like dapper you looked. Mm-hmm. And I said <gasps> I saw it. <laughs> All right, so I finally see it. Or something. It being me on the toilet. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It wasn't like you were standing not, on top of the there was toilet. No, yeah, there was no yeah. thing bombing yeah. London. No, I just meant I've finally seen you on the toilet is what I meant. The, the, the picture you paint of me, uh, GQ on the toilet, making out with my dog, potentially plucking my eyebrows. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Not entirely 100% accurate. <laughs> well, isn't GQ on the toilet did a Alice, compliment? I guess. Did Allison <laughs> leave the bathroom skipping? Was- oh, my God. <laughs> I, early birthday present. <laughs> you, know how, you know how some... <laughs> Some wives will do like boudoir photos yeah. for their husbands, yep. like with the yep. you know. I'm just gonna get a picture of me on the toilet, and she sure. she can frame it and put it on her. Yeah, you know, it's you desk. sitting on the toilet in the thinker pose. <laughs> yeah, make it real Wall Street though. You know, like get some computers. You got one of those Gordon it. Gecko 1990s <laughs> <Yes>. giant phones. <laughs> oh my god, that yes. would like a power suit. Yeah, like an Armani. Um, or would it delight you more if I had a surprised look? Like, would you want the photo to be <laughs> me being intruded upon? But like in a 1950s kind of like, ooh! <laughs> like, <laughs> like a little blush. On yeah, the exactly. <laughs> like an old I Love Lucy episode. Ricky! Mm-hmm. I, I found the encounter very... First of all, you looked very handsome. <laughs> As I pointed out. Yeah, thank you. Um, I look best. Very it's a, manly. It's a, it's a shame. It's like, a really a tragedy that I look best when I'm shitting. No, no, like, no. The world cannot see well, me when I'm looking it's slimming. so good. <laughs> yeah, it's slimming. Honestly, I realized that the, the shirt you were wearing is my favorite shirt of yours. It was the shirt. You look just as good <laughs> as standing What up. is the shirt? I don't even know. It's um The shit shirt. It's my shit shirt. <laughs> oh, it's that checkered shirt that I have. No, it's. I think it's striped. Okay. It's like light. Sure. It's like a faded red. I don't know. Anyway, the encounter went really well from my standpoint because it was Great. like, oh, hello, wife. I'm comfortable with you seeing this. And then I was like, I'm comfortable seeing this. Got my lip, lip gloss left. And now we don't have to do it again. It's a milestone moment. It really was. Yeah. Our dog is literally going insane right now. <laughs> I know. Because she got wet she got in wet. the rain. Yeah, and now she's <laughs> desperately trying to dry herself off. It is really, it's really, really like, cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, her butt just went over her head backwards. Yeah, it's like the, the post-bath run. Yeah. yeah. just, like, run like crazy. But there's a towel over and... there that I was hoping she would use, but she's decided to wipe herself off on this little dog bed over here. <laughs> Speaking of beds... We should probably get another one because after the stories that I have told, I feel like Daniel is going to want me to sleep elsewhere. <laughs> and you know where I'll be most comfortable? On a Casper mattress. Mm. Here's the thing. Casper is revolutionizing the way people buy mattresses. Daniel, don't give me that dirty look. <laughs> I'm not giving you a dirty look, honey. I feel I, like you are. I'm giving you the look of someone who's... Wishes I hadn't told the stories I told. We'll get back. trying to recalibrate my relationship. <laughs> what, oh, what, that's what, comforting. <laughs> Where do we stand, honey? All right. Where do we sit? Where do we sleep? In a comfortable Casper mattress. As I was saying, they're revolutionizing the way people buy mattresses because that thing where you go to the mattress store and you try out a bunch of different beds and then you think that's going to correlate to your happiness. has It's been proven that that does not correlate to how you feel about the mattress because it's just you're not spending. It's just it doesn't work. Just buy a Casper mattress. Buy it online. They're an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Um, get rid of the middleman, get rid of those notoriously high markups that uh, the mattress industry passes on to you. Casp- um, and Casper mattresses feature supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Get a Casper mattress. It's 
so easy. You need so comfy. It's so comfy. They're really great. So easy. Too. They arrive um, in a box. You you. It's fun to open them. They have a cutting tool. You can and you watch un- the mattress unfurl. Go check out an unboxing video. They it's have. Neat. I know. Uh, Risk free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. The mattresses are made in America. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash BFF and using promo code BFF. So again, that's www.casper.com slash BFF and using promo code BFF. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Really, I know you don't pluck your eyebrows. I'm really off balance. I know. I, I said pluck your eyebrows just because I was trying to think of a thing that someone does in the bathroom fully clothed. I don't have enough eyebrows to pluck. I, we, I want more eyebrows. Do they have that? I want an eyebrow fill them in. hair implant. Where would you take it? Um, I don't know, like the back of your head? Where do they take hair? Usually they the do? back yeah. of the head, right? Back yeah. here someplace. Yeah. I need big, full, fluffy. You want eyebrows. an eyebrow weave? <laughs> you know, it's like it gives them. My face is just a big, you know, piece of skin. It's just like a one. It's a monotone piece of reddish, freckled skin, and I need something to break it up. You just know? dye them real dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. go sharpie. It, I totally should, but yeah, that'd be. I think you yeah. should cornrow them, like you're on vacation in I Mexico. That'd be so great. <laughs> I agree. You go 90s and get an eyebrow piercing? Ooh. Maybe. Or get those tattoos where they tattoo the eyebrow. So get it oh, right yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Like Sheena got on yeah. Vanderpump? Like she, well, but she got like thick, you know, like it's just like one thick line. I just mean like all the lines so it looks like hairs. Isn't I thought that? that's what she, like microplaning or yeah. something, I think is what they call that. Oh, is that what she got? I think so. Jenna, you were in New mm-hmm. Jersey, right? Yeah. What were you doing there? Uh, I did a little speaking engagement for a friend of mine. Spoke to a group of people. How'd it go? <laughs> and it went well. It was good. Stop um, inundating me with details. <laughs> I want to know I less. find people are the best people to speak to. <laughs> yeah. Snow. You saw snow. It was freezing, and I was there for like 24 hours. So it was like I flew in. I got in at like 2 in the morning. I spoke the next evening and then flew out at like 6 a.m. the next day. But it was great. The weather was terrible. And I got to eat Shake Shack, which I think I enjoy eating on the East Coast better. Makes me feel at home. Mm-hmm. But it is the best. Shake Shack's pretty good. I don't know. The one on Santa Monica's pretty good. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 I The only time I ever had Shake Shack, um, we were ordering from Postmates. I made the mistake of going for the beer onions on top uh, of it. But you were saying, what? Every couple of seconds. You probably laughed yourself to sleep that night. <laughs> I know you're kind of joking, but... No, I mean, that, that's But a, that is that is what I do. I've mentioned this before, but um, if I say something <laughs> that I think is funny and she laughs really hard... I know she's laughing because she farted and not because of what I said. <laughs> I, I know it's—I never say anything as funny as one of her farts is to her. Do you ever? Do you ever initially think that you cracked her up and then you I got have. and yes. then it's your crestfallen? You're I, like, that was just yes, a I fart. Been, I, it wasn't even. That's my how fart. I learned. I've, I've been burned by this so many times. When I'm like, yeah, you've that been, was you've pretty. Been, you've been burned by farts. Yeah, I've been burned by farts. Yeah. Absolutely. There's grafting. <laughs> 
It look, it's the embarrassment coupled with I also think it's very funny that just coalesces into me not being able to catch my breath. I'm so laughing funny. so hard. I will never make you as happy as your own farts make you. <laughs> Something to shoot for. I resign. I'm we number two in this our house. Vows. What's that? Number two. I'm number two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Should we do just me or everyone? Do we have any other stories or things we need to get out? I'm first? really sorry Jersey was such a letdown. Let me just put it that way. What? You spoke to people. You ate shakes. <laughs> yeah, it was. I Saw know. Snow. I just feel like there was nothing juicy about that story except my Shake Shack. But yeah. I just spent uh, four days at a casino, Mohegan Sun. Oh, oh, oh yes. How'd it go? Where I knew you were going to do that. How'd that go? Uh, it was great. It was... Uh, it's odd to spend, you know, I got there Wednesday night and I was there until Sunday and uh, it's like living in a mall, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because you you just, you never see the sunshine, <laughs> you know, you know, you're just walking around and it's just constantly bells and lights and ding, 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 ding just sensory overload. Um, but I had a great time. Uh, the crowds were great. The, sh- the club good. was comics at uh, Mohegan Sun. It was um, a fantastic time. Mark and Mike, the uh, the owners there, were great. I had great audiences. I, I grew up in Connecticut, so there was uh, a bunch of people that I got to see that I hadn't seen in 30 years. And uh, let's see. Oh, there was. Ah, here's a, a, a great uh, moment. You talk about sort of a an instant uh chiropractic alignment of your priorities in life where you kind of catch yourself realizing how uh uh how how we tend to busy ourselves with things that don't really matter we flew i flew in on wednesday and uh, my flight was late leaving la and i was flying through charlotte and i there was no food on the plane and by the time i got into charlotte uh, they had lost my luggage and i was starving and i'd been flying all day and i was not in a good mood when i was sitting in the baggage claim uh, office filling out the forms to get my luggage delivered and uh, having this sort of why me moment. And then I uh, checked Twitter and there were a number of uh, tweets from a woman who wrote me uh, to say that years, and this is, I mean, this is a heavy story, but um, years ago, 1997, she lost uh, her two year old daughter suddenly. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that kind of comforted her during her morning period was watching talk soup and just being able to get out of that for half an hour a day and laugh. And, um, and, uh, and she just shared that with me. And all of a sudden I had that moment where I was like, well, I don't feel sorry for myself anymore about my luggage. In fact, I feel super grateful. And, uh, I sort of felt foolish for, you know, feeling, uh, sorry for myself about something that trivial and, uh, sort of a reminder that, um, you know, we kind of get uh, caught up in stuff that doesn't matter. And uh, and yeah. also just a thing that, like, you know, you do this podcast and you put it out. You know, when you're broadcasting something as opposed to live performing, you have no idea how it's being interpreted. And I bet you've had a ton of experience with fans that just you have no idea how that's being metabolized mm-hmm. by your audience. And sometimes, uh, you know, uh, making somebody laugh or distracting somebody or, you know, it can be incredibly comforting during times uh, uh, for, you know, for people under a lot of stress or and sorrow and it's kind of humbling to think yeah. that you know you might have been a small distraction mm-hmm. to somebody during time like that so i thought that was kind of cool yeah that's so nice that's so sad but so nice that yeah, she terribly you sad and obviously you know as a parent it hits close to home but um you know just also uh, you know there are times in my life where i've had like 
things that just kind of remind me that we tend to busy ourselves with the white noise of mm. life, you know, and um, and and you can have these moments where you sort of get perspective on things and it and it simplifies your life in a way you you no longer have you don't no longer give a shit about a lot of stuff that we kind of busy ourselves mm-hmm. with um and it just kind of made me you know uh feel like there's a little nobility in doing silly comedy for people mm-hmm. you know that sometimes it can um you know even the most trivial you know, our silly little fart jokes might be uh, bringing These somebody a lot of These are serious, important fart jokes. These, Thank you. Look, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, we're, we're being of service. Yeah. No, people, I, I always, I know what you mean about feeling humbled. Um, when people let you know that, like, I went through this really hard thing and listening to you guys made me feel less alone. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you just think, wow. I mean, you want to entertain somebody, but when you get so when you're able to have so much greater of an impact, you just go, "Man, I feel so grateful that I was able to do that for somebody." Yeah. I mean, it's beyond your wildest. As a performer, all you want to do is be able to, you know, give somebody a break from their life for a moment and, and uh, lift their spirits. And you know, the lower your spirits and the higher you lift them, the greater the payoff. So it was just one of those things where I've had, you know, moments like that over the years where I've heard from people, you know like people that watch the show or something and you just you forget you forget that like you know um that uh it can be a, an enormous source of comfort during uh, a, a tough time for people to be able to get out of themselves for a little while and listen to it and i know just from the little i've been on this podcast uh how passionate your audience is and how you know i mean i listen to a podcast about your podcast where a woman was talking about wanting to get a tattoo of your logo like you know people uh go ham for uh allison Rosen. what's this wanting to just do it <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding um but send a photo regardless if you do it but it's up to you um well, what i was gonna say is i think as performers why well, don't i don't know that i can speak to every person i know that part of why i do what i do is because I want to feel less alone and I want, I mean, if I'm really inspecting it, you know, and I want to connect with people. And so I think part of the reason, part of why when you find out that you did touch someone, it, it is so profound is because it's like, oh, I act like we are connecting. Yeah. So it was so much more articulate in my head. And then it just got jumbled on the no, way but out. But you know what I'm saying? You look, you, you know, you, you're, you, if you put something out there, my experience has just been that if you're, if you're putting something out for mass consumption, someone loves you and someone hates you. Yep. Like there is just, <laughs> there's no in between, right? right? I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of in between. But the point is there's no avoiding it. So there are people mm-hmm. who polarize. Yes. Um, but like at Mohegan Sun, I met a, I'm, I'm, there's a, a girl that's been writing me on social media for years and years and saying that, um, you know, Talk Soup was like her favorite show and it influenced her enough that she went into television producing. And she was like, that I, oh, I became cool. a television producer because uh, I was such a fan of the show. And she showed up at this, uh, she showed up at the show and uh, she she showed me a picture that I had sent her when she was 16, you know, and she's like... Was it of you your know. junk? Yeah, of course. It was, in my, it was a pencil sketch. I didn't have a Uh-oh. camera phone back then, but I just, uh, I had, it was like, uh, it was like one of those Venice Beach... Yeah. 
things yeah. where the head was really big <laughs> and then the shaft the was tiny. Of holding dog. a football, uh-huh. you know, running down. <laughs> On roller um, skates. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, it was like, it was, and it, I think it was, you know, she got like, uh, it was it was emotional. But it was, you know, it was one of those things where I just went, wow, man, I know, you know. God help you if you're that heavily influenced by uh, any of the bullshit that I've done. God, you know, yep. she's she's probably should be in a home for wayward youth right now. But um, but I, I thought uh, you know just uh, just a reminder that um, uh, you know uh, we should be grateful that we get to do what we do because it seems uh, it seems sort of trivial and disposable at times, but you know not always. So when did you get your luggage though? The next morning. The next morning. Did you have to do a a show that night? Uh, no, I got in at like uh, 11. I stayed up until like 2 to see if I would get it from the late flight that night, and I did not. And I had to be up at 6 to do press. So I went to bed mm. at about 3.30, got up at 6 to do press, and by the time I got back at like 10, it was uh, it was at the hotel. And I just took a shower. <laughs> oh, it was one of the best showers of a long, in a long, long time, you know. Because uh, I had been rocking that clothing for probably 36 <laughs> hours. I mean, it was yeah, that's ripe, the you know. Oh, yeah. I couldn't shower. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, even though I, I had the clothes, it's like... I didn't have any of my toiletries. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could shower. All I could do was just, like, splash Girl, I water. Girl, I hear you. F- yeah. yeah. They gave me a little tiny, like a, like a uh, a deodorant that looked like a Bonnie Bell lip smacker. Like it was about two inches. You just had to um, apply it one yeah, finger. It just, <laughs> like it, you know, uh, like it was. Uh, I felt like Gulliver. You know, like I was just just giant. It's, with it's this one little... application's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, I was honestly, I mean, if I had not gotten those tweets, I would have sulked all night long. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of that package office with like a skip in my, you know, Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. (laughs) Like I just walked out feeling very connected to the world, you know. But But see, and then so you helped her. She helped you. Absolutely. And how cool is that? Absolutely. I love it. I uh, I wrote her a little uh, note, and I actually copped to the fact that uh, I was like I was was in a very bad mood. (laughs) Now this photo that you sent this woman when she was sixteen was this like your promo shot then? Yeah, it was something like a big shoulder pad. She wrote into Talk Soup, and it was like you know we had little picture you know eight by tens that i photo you know wrote something stupid on sent off to her, and she had it. You know, I was like, um. So it's probably 20 years ago. Right. That's what I'm right. asking. Like, how dated was this photo? Major, major. The hair. The hair was the size of this table. It was just so large. My hair doesn't get long. It just gets big. And, yeah. uh, oh, was it big? It was very big. And uh, and I just, no gray hair, you know. Uh, a little bean pole uh, sliver of a man a uh, little man childish person <laughs> and i think i wrote something stupid on it you know like uh i don't know hold on to this one day it'll be worth nothing you know, something like that. <laughs> i have to say there's never a time when you hear from a fan that it's not nice to hear from a fan like it's always mm-hmm. nice like in twitter if someone has i don't know it's like it always makes you feel good no matter what you're doing if somebody says something nice mm-hmm. to you. I know a yeah. lot of people are shy about it, but it's like, it's, it always 
is when you say it's a bright part of your bad day. Yeah. It's always an, it's a nice part of your day. But I think that is okay. So this is my thing lately, and that is um, like I, I feel like the um, like oftentimes you think of like today when I said, "Hey, you look great." Uh, don't get freaked out, but you look great. Um, uh, I, I've I've kind of come to the conclusion that if you're if you're thinking something nice about somebody, you gotta share it. Like sometimes we think about stuff and that's complimentary, and we just don't say it. And I've I've had that thing where you see somebody, um, and sorry, honey, like you see someone who's just very attractive, but you're not having a sexual feeling. What? About them. No, no, no. Like someone who's. <laughs> You, like an eye doctor professor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Here we go. You're trying to, not like I want to like, oh, my coral. God, I'm attracted to that person. But someone just who has like. You, yeah, they're just you, fun to look at. You just yes, see someone you're like, that person has a great energy or something. And usually it's someone who isn't obviously beautiful. And you just kind of want to say to them, you want to say like. Will you marry me? Yeah. My, my wife is in the other room. Right. If we go now. Right. Do you take cash? If we go now, we could probably get a few blocks from here before she realizes. No, but sometimes you just want to say someone like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't want to freak you out, but you've got a great energy or you or whatever. Like, here's my number. They don't freak by. out. Here's my number and my secret email. You've got a secret email. No, but okay. Email all right. Like I'm going gonna, gonna to help him out here because this is, uh, here's the way I've... <clears throat> I've kind of come to this conclusion that I think sometimes the best thing you can do for somebody is to help them see themselves through someone else's eyes. That, yeah, like what I'm saying is there's truly no intention. You just like a lot. You there. You can tell that there are certain people who don't feel good about themselves, but th they should. And you want to tell them. You want to say like, "Hey, you you've got a great look, or whatever. Or you've got a you've got a really." I'm with good you. I'm with you. People are laughing. I'm with you. I just and, lock into me, brother. But there's I'm no going. way to do it where you don't come off as weird, or you don't end up having to explain to your wife why you had this encounter <laughs> right. with this stranger, or um, the HR department. Yeah, it, it's like, <laughs> it, so you know, there's always like, "Oh, what are you trying to get from me, or whatever? Or what's your angle?" And it's just like, no, I just it's. So you don't say anything and you just wonder, I wonder when I'm walking around, how many of these people are saying to themselves right now, that guy has got it, and but they don't want to say anything to me. They haven't seen you in the toilet yet. I know. <laughs> a, but I, I think a, a well-timed, organic compliment to a stranger can make their fucking day. Like, if Agreed. you can tell yes. when somebody is giving you, like, a, I want nothing, I'm just kidding, and it doesn't have to be about their looks, it can be whatever, it's just, I don't know, I think, it, it, I think it, you know, you can, you can make somebody's day, and if you can, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? I think that, totally. I, I feel like we can afford to be a little kinder to people, and I feel like we are often our own worst enemies, and that's my point of when you, when you're trying to let somebody see themselves through someone else's eyes it's like you're you know you don't experience yourself the way we do you right. are probably much harder on yourself sure. etc so uh whether you know whether it's somebody you know or casually or you don't know you know if you can if you if you can uh give somebody the kind of compliment that that is is sincere enough that they have no choice but to be like wow that was really cool thank you 
And that's how I got pepper sprayed at the taco stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've gone weird and yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree no, you with you. I don't I, think you went it's weird. It's an interesting talk. I think for me, the giving of compliments thing, first of all, if there are people who are really good at it and that's a skill that I wish I Tell had. Tell them I, that. Yeah, I should, but I can't because my, <laughs> my dad ruined this for me when I was like 12 and I was like struggling to figure out how to talk to girls. My dad's only advice was <laughs> give them a compliment. You know, that's how you talk to girls. You just say like, that's a nice sweater. So I was so, oh, okay. So I'd go to school and I'd be like, that's a nice sweater. You know, and of course, that's no way to open. <laughs> you have pretty point. hair. And, they, uh, and, and you get a weird reaction. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do this. So then I stopped giving compliments. Anal? Uh. <laughs> well, you know, well, that actually. Out. I think you like it. Um, I wonder just to stir the pot a little if it's harder for girls to do that to each other because sometimes you feel like a girl says like oh that's so cute but you really feel like she's not saying that's you know like sometimes it feels harder for women to give compliments to each other that are genuine or feel sincere do you feel that ever to To other women other yeah Mm -hmm. women to woman to woman do you feel that way or no like that it's always back and like I like your blouse do you mean yeah. that it's backhanded, oh, or do oh, you, you mean that you it's really made that work. automatic? Yeah. Automatic. Yeah, only maybe. you could wear it like that. Well, well yeah, there's that too. But I'm saying more just like we're kind of that it sometimes seems that it's just like an automatic reflex. Like it's you like see a thing your that, friend yeah. obligatory. Yes, yes. Like oh, you look so cute. And no, like, you right. And you go no, like stop. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I think it is a social. I think yes. I think. Among women, there's a there is a lot of just automatic yeah. compliment. No, with guys, we, there's a comment like when I see my male friends, it'll always be like, "You working out?" And then you know, you grab their right. muscles, right, guys? Right. That's I don't know what I'm talking about. You know who's really good at You're this? You're like your eyebrows look amazing. Yeah. Have you been plucking them a lot lately? Right. Such a clean line. Larry Miller's really good at this. Really, he does this thing where he'll say to somebody, he just kind of folds his arm and pa- folds his arms and he pauses and cocks his head and he goes. Get a load of you. Huh. Aww. It's this gene- and people go like, oh, yeah. Right? And <laughs> he re- but he really me. means it, but it's this very non specific compliment and it's very sweet and people people love it. Yeah. He can do that. Some of, like, if I did that, they'd be like, you're the meanest girl that's ever existed. <laughs> like, coming from my, I wouldn't say it right. It would sound sarcastic and horrible. Plus, my name's Jenna and, like, every mean girl in every show is ever named. It's I've like, got her the name's same. Jenna. I've yeah. got a very similar problem where it's like I will give people compliments and they're always like, okay. Yeah. Like- and it's like this is the this is what I've established that I'm a fucking sarcastic jerk. Right. Right. I'm like, yeah. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like I always believe compliments. This is, I guess, what Jenna said. Like the slow, the slow dawning upon <laughs> no. me of what Jenna said is that every compliment Jenna's paid me for the past many years oh, has. I'm on. just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, but it's making me realize like it's true. And yet, I anytime anytime I get a compliment, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> it still feels good regardless. Maybe that's to your point, John Henson. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for instance, this woman that wrote me, she didn't. I'm, she could have kept that to herself for the rest of her life. Like True. there was, you know what I mean. This happened in 1997, and here we are, all these years later, and uh, you know, 20 years later, she reached out and and um, and it like you know. It didn't just make my mood better. Like, it kind of 
altered my perspective mm-hmm. for a period of time. I mean, here we yeah. are a week later and I'm still carrying it. And, and, um, and it made me introspective and, you know, humble and appreciative and grateful. It made me look at my life differently. So, I mean, obviously that's a unique situation, but I'm just saying you just never know. Sometimes people just need to hear something nice. And if mm-hmm. you, and, and, you know, I mean, there's that expression, faith without works is dead, you know, but it's like if you're, if you're sitting on a positive feeling for somebody, why wouldn't you share it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Like everybody, everybody could use that. So, um, I don't know. It seems kind of basic, but it's like, it's, it's something that I think we forget to do. And I think a yeah. lot of times we sit on that and, it, and, um, and, you know, maybe it almost does turn into envy or it does become a weird thing. And then if you share it, you know, you're, I don't know. So, I think we underestimate the effect we can have on other people. That's, yeah. Yes, but I think that agreed. Th- when, you're a, when you're a teenager, the worst, uh, most uncool thing that you can do is that. Like, be sincere. Is just express <laughs> nice. that you like anything. Like, the being cool means... And I don't care about anything. Nothing affects me. And, and unfortunately, you grow up, you know, like that. Then it's harder. You f- it feels like you're being vulnerable to tell right. somebody that you like something. It's like I've exposed myself yeah. somehow. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that because it's, I'm not really. I'm just saying, uh, you know, but it's like, oh, you like something? Oh, <laughs> dork, you yeah. know, or whatever. I don't know what we're afraid of. Right. I, did, but, I just did this thing recently where I just decided to do like seven days of random acts of kindness, you know what I mean? And um, it was just so great. It was so much fun, you know? And it, I, you know, just kind of reminded me that like, it's really easy to make somebody's day. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what it is, just a little fun, you know? Yeah. Leave, leave the bathroom door unlocked. Exactly. And look what you've done <laughs> for your so wife. How happy much. she is. Make her day. Make a week. It realigned my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like this none of this came out right. I feel, I feel like I'm like, then you guys are looking at me going, whatever. No, I, I don't. I, so, not at it. all. I think, I, I'm actually very happy with. <laughs> what is that? Bird's crazy bird whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really happy with the turn this took because I I love this conversation. So don't feel weird. Don't feel weird. But I mean, I don't know if you saw it. I was putting it on Twitter that I was doing, st- and it's it just like, uh, you know, I don't know. It uh, it just. It's a little humanism, you know? Well, I think that um, I think people don't understand that comedians and performers, that it, even though there's an audience, the experience of that audience often isn't there. The, that deeper, that, that the reality of what they're doing is lost to the performer. The performer is just in their own head and they're doing their thing and then they're in the green room or they're on the plane or whatever. And so to get a sense of how people are affected by things is great because it, because that's why you do it. You know, it's why you're, you're trying to connect to people. You're trying to, you know, reach other people. So, um, but you just so rarely get a a real understanding of how that's working. Well, I kind of buy into that. Like the more you give, the more you get kind of thing. And I don't mean necessarily in that sort of the secret kind of laws of attraction of, you know, a specific way to receive more yourself. But I just, um, I have found that the more, uh, of service I am to other people, the better I, the more 
peace I feel in my life. The more comfortable I am in my own skin, the better I feel when my head hits the pillow. And um, so, I don't know. I just try to be conscious of, like, if you can do, don't not. There Does that make sense? Can we do that t-shirt on that? If you can, <laughs> can do, do, don't, don't not. not. Yeah. I like that. With a picture of a donut. Because... I have ground this fucking podcast <laughs> to a halt, ladies and gentlemen. Well, no, my my brain is still so sluggish. So I was like, if you can do, don't not. Donut. And I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. get it to make sense. <laughs> I mean, but then all of a sudden, it fell in. It, I got it. Years from now, this will be known as my last appearance. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope. No, no, no. This is all. Oh. Second to last, we're giving you one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come in and you do something shitty to somebody, bring us a story. This is not your fault, John. This is one hundred percent Allison's fault. <laughs> what? What's the this? <laughs> uh, you know. This is great. No, it is good. Do you have any just me or everyone? <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. You guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website. doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps the show. Thank you for your Amazon support. Also, I'm on Patreon. Patreon is uh, like Kickstarter, but you can support artists, podcasters on an ongoing monthly basis. Um, and there's different reward levels. It's super fun. There's a, a level where you get bonus episodes. Jenna Kim Jones is going to be the bonus episode guest this month, and she's done some episodes before, and they were Jody really Sawyer, everybody! Boom. Some Greg Heller episodes. There's just a me interviewing me episode. It's a real, real hot get for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I had time. Um, and there's a live video stream. There's a level where you get merch, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, okay, so we're going to do Just Me or Everyone. But first, let's give out our plugs because that way people won't rush to turn it off before the plugs. Who knows if they do that? I don't know. I just like to mix it up. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. And oh, I, I want to say... <laughs> What's up, turds? I want to say uh, just real quick. There, okay. I, I said something a few episodes where, ago where I was like, "Hey, I like to a good debate with people I disagree with," and oh, I yeah. do, and I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, however, um, there have been a few people who've reached out to me on Twitter who want to debate with me, and it's. N- I just want those folks to know, thank you. I would love to debate with you, but not on Twitter and. I really don't have the energy for it. So I'm not blowing you off. I'm not a liar. But come on. I, I can't do Twitter like that. You know, where you're going back and forth. So uh, anyway. so come to our house and debate him in person. Don't, I'm yeah. joking. I am it's, joking, joking, joking. <laughs> don't with regards. Do yeah. Al? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al. Everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Jenna? <laughs> I wish I knew some social media places name to it. name. Um, you can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter and Instagram. You can also listen to our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones featuring myself and the hashtag Al. And that's available wherever podcasts are available. So check it out. Thanks. 
Are there places that podcasts aren't available? Is there? Um, I, you can find me at John underscore Henson at Twitter and uh, on on the Facebook. Uh, and I will be at the Denver Comedy Works uh, June eighth, ninth, and tenth. Love me some Denver. Yeah. Going back to the Denver Comedy Works, 8th, 9th, and 10th of June. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Um, and if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. And leave us a nice comment. That helps the podcast. You know, if you're feeling it. Um, also, people have been asking me, am I going to be at PodFest? Yes. This year I will be. I don't know what the dates are, but they just asked. And I said, in all caps. We had fun. Yes. Last time. I don't know if I used all caps, but I did say yes. We did. It was really fun. It was great to meet a whole bunch of people. Yeah, coming out. Let's do... October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Well, there you go. Let's do Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Abe Froman SKC says, Sometimes when I'm driving through residential areas, I hit my garage door button to see if one opens. This is kind of the oh, inverse. Oh, that's fun. You, I like that as a game, just sit there and click in it and see I if mean, you can open people's garages. First of all, will that ever work? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people nodding their heads. I didn't know this. I mean, rarely though, probably, huh? It, typically, the, the remotes have like a 10... Yeah. option like an up or down on mm-hmm. it so it's it's the odds game i mean it's like one right. hundred thousand one in a million that you would right find that right but if everyone if like yeah if someone goes into like goof with the codes and they're all down or all up or whatever then yeah you could hit those a little easier there was just a break-in in my uh, a car a break-in in a car down the street for me because there's some 17 dollar uh, car alarm like I don't know. Gizmo, yeah, like where it just magnifies the noise. Oh, and it's like a, like a you know electronic store gadget that you can just go around and and the sound like well, it emits a tone things? that unlocks cars. Oh, what? Wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard what? about this. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you would think like, why would you need that? That wouldn't involve breaking. No, right, hitting. But uh, yeah, they broke into some car down the street, and it was just yeah. That's, uh, it seems like oddly irresponsible to sell. What electric? Yeah, what electronic store is selling that? Yeah. Did you hear about it via the Next Door app, which makes you no longer want to live in the neighborhood oh, that you boy. used to think was safe? <laughs> uh, it was like some local crime watch thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. The did next- you do the? Would did you guys do like the find the? The Megan's Law no, kind of I won't look for that. a sex offender in your neighborhood. I did that in my last place. Yes, yeah, in my last place I did, not, not in yeah. this one. But, I mean, if anything, it just makes you go, Jesus Christ, well, they're everywhere. But then do you sit there <laughs> and, and then click on it and see what everyone did? Yes. <laughs> of course. When you're oh, buying a house yeah, and you yeah, got yeah. kids, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, great. Well, you're like, okay, is that bad Could enough? that be statutory? Like, exposed it... himself at a school. Yeah, that's not good. You know, oh peed in an alley. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Dave Ross. And then you go give that guy a compliment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your mugshot looked fantastic, yeah. buddy. I know. Yeah. That's quite a package of junk you got there, pal. <laughs> Real proud of you. Uh, Dave Ross says, don't understand the point of the pay for the person behind you at the drive through thing. Does this happen a lot? The only, my like a pay it forward Caesars. thing. 
or what? Yes. That's, there you go. It's a nice thing to do for somebody. Yeah. However, in my entire life, the only person I've ever seen do this, I'm sure I've told this story a million times. I don't know how much on this show. I'm not going to tell the whole thing. I accidentally went out with a neo-Nazi many years ago before it was hip again. Um, that's just a little political humor. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff, honey. I didn't realize I had been, pl- my band had been playing an all-day concert. I was drunk. He was a guitar tech. He was very cute. I didn't know what his tattoos meant. I had no idea. And it was very, it was stupid of me to be hanging out with him um, or basically to like invite him home with me. And then we went off-roading in a canyon and it was very, very, the whole thing was dumb and he had a Jeep and it was scary and dangerous. You just just thought he was really into screwdrivers (laughs) and you were like, why do you spell it with a K instead of a C? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) But anyway... We were on a toll road in Orange County, and he paid for our car, him, us, and then paid for the car behind him. I was like, that's a nice White toll. White people? <laughs> <laughs> Did you look? I didn't look. <laughs> I saw it a lot. Um, so I used to travel every week for work, and I had sort of like a work wife that I always traveled with. And don't she worry, would, I approved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was before I met you, Jenna. No, <laughs> I know. Di- I, yeah, she was yeah. like, she I was like her name. thirty years my senior. So it was <laughs> right. usually we'd show up to restaurants and be like, "You're taking your mom out." I'm like, "No, we're coworkers." Why would you say right. that? You know. Um, but she would go. We would when we would land at the new city. Um, she would always hit up Starbucks, and it was like every Starbucks someone had created the chain of like pay for the person behind you, uh, and it would just. Constantly Where was go this? Through. Like Starbucks. No, Every, but like what city? Uh, we were up in Yuba City, California, San Antonio, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth. So wait, Worth. every time she did this, yeah. she was in the middle of a pay it wasn't forward like chain? Every time, but it was like constantly, like it was not uncommon for it. It'd be like, oh, someone got my drink. So she would pay for the person behind. I just did this uh, for a guy and in a just, Starbucks yeah, yeah. and he was completely baffled by it. Mm-hmm. Like it was, really? a, it was just sort of an older... Um, Stern-looking Slavic man, and uh, and I ordered my coffee, and I turned around and went, "What do you want, dude? I'll buy you coffee." And he goes, mm, "No, not <laughs> yeah, I'm not into I, that." I go, "I go, no, no, seriously, it's on me." And he goes, "I do not want coffee." I, I would I be that like, guy. What, Where he's from, that means want? he's indebted go, to you. I go, "What do you want?" And he goes, uh, "A blueberry scone." And I was like. <laughs> Get the fucking guys going! I just and I finally I like looked at him. I go, I just had a good day, man. I just wanted to do something nice for somebody, and then all of a sudden he figured it out, and this big grin broke over his face, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and I felt like, oh man, I'm so glad that I stuck with it. You know, think about (laughs) what has happened in his life to make. It's so hard for him to realize that you were doing something nice for him. Like, so Honestly, many- like he looked like he hadn't smiled in a fucking decade. Right. Like it was going to crack his face when he smiled. It was like giving a child a balloon. Like honestly, he just <laughs> blew up into this grin. And I was so happy. I, it, it does happen. And here in L.A., when people are nice to me like that, getting kind of back to what we we're talking about. I'm immediately suspicious. And That's what I would be. Absolutely. Yeah, but dude, I wasn't I like that until is, I moved here. Buy your own scones. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, don't follow me to my car. Just let me get my stuff. Right. I was at a, like, I was at a, I remember there, I was at this <laughs> bar. It was like, there was some sort of like premiere party or something like that going on there. And I was just sitting in a, on a bench and a guy sat next to me. He's like, man, you look like a really cool guy. And it's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yes. What do you want? Are you a Scientologist? Like, what is it? Is there a cult you're trying to recruit me? Like, what is your game? 
and he might have just been super nice, but I was really rude to him. <laughs> but you still don't know what it was? I have no idea. He was way too comp like, come on. <laughs> I know I know how cool I am. Maybe how cool he was I'm just not. trying to you know tell I mean? you had a great energy. No. <laughs> no but, but he was just like, not good at delivering. It like, just oh, isn't I know. I he feel said, bad. You look great sitting on that bench. I would love to see you sitting on a toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well that might have been the fear. That would have been yeah, I would have yeah, I don't know. There was a time when we drove, we pulled into a drive-through to order, and Al ordered a lot of extra food. And I remember thinking, like, "Wow, he is so hungry tonight." <laughs> and then we pulled out of the drive-through, and then around the corner, and he had noticed a homeless woman with a kid on the corner when we pulled in, and he'd ordered them dinner and oh, then dropped so it nice. off. And I was like, "I married the nicest guy." I didn't even see them. I wasn't even thinking. I was judging him for ordering so much food. <laughs> right, sure. She's and like, it, "Cool it, bro." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it turns out he was just being a totally nice guy. I felt pretty bad about that. You're like, "Does this guy have a tapeworm?" <laughs> oh, no, he's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> see? Good and she was all like, "What's dude? your angle, man?" And I was like, <laughs> "Just take the food." Yeah. I'm just trying to slowly give you and your son diabetes. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, B. Slammon says, I feel English muffins are the glitter of the food world. Think about it for a bit. I have thought about it, and I don't. Um, All the cornmeal on the outside of it that comes off when you cut it. You find it like all on your counter. It's like the mylar confetti of uh, of (laughs) food stuffs. I I thought it it took me a long time. I mean, it would have taken me a long time, if not forever, to understand that that's how she meant that. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They do have a lot brain. of nooks and crannies, bro. They're uh, that's what they're good, known for. Yeah, no good English agree. muffin. Do you know you bake them on the stovetop? Really? You yeah, you don't put them, them in the oven. That's how they get the crispy brown outside oh. and then the airy inside, the nooks and crannies. Do you know that they're also not English? That they were invented in New York. I feel like you've had this in your pocket. You've been wanting to. <laughs> to I did not know that. Just like the United States inventing fortune cookies, no. kind of thing, and China creating pasta. No, this for real. There's like a company. There's a guy. There's a. I don't forget the whole story, but there's Thomas, a guy in New York. Thomas's maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, it's. I think it's just similar to crumpets or something. There's something. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But the, the it doesn't. Come, yeah. It doesn't come from England. Hmm. I hate those little cornmeal balls, though. Yeah, it's They annoying. do get everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would like an English muffin without them. Lisa Dameron says, I don't enjoy SNL. I keep giving it chances, but I'm... You know what? I feel like I was too harsh about the cornmeal. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I just find it gets everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Lisa Dameron says, I don't enjoy SNL. I keep giving it chances, but I'm never amused. I love SNL. Hit and miss. Some yeah, some episodes are awesome and some are not as great. Yes, Do I, doesn't it? I don't watch it like that. I, ju- I watch it virally. Like who? Yeah. I don't sit through yeah. things like I that. I record it. Good, fast I'm forward. Good, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm I I I watch it all the time. This season has uh, some high points. It's getting like amazing ratings. I feel like the mm. they've oh, had a God, uh, they've had a, a, sw- a changeover in the writing staff, so it's. Been real hit and miss this season. SNL, yeah. uh, Colbert, Seth Meyers, yeah. John Oliver. This administration is the best thing that's happened to oh, those yeah. guys. It's great. Um, Catherine O'Brien says, when shopping Amazon for shoes or clothing, they have an exciting array of colors except in my size. Hashtag only black shoes for you. This does happen sometimes. Yeah, it does feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or it'll be like, 
what I think is interesting is when they have a whole bunch of different colors of something, but then some are prime and some aren't. And some are like Cheaper. crazy cheap. Yeah. And then the ones you want are like $500. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Eche says <laughs> some are $12.99, some are $500. Exactly. <laughs> My wife used to do the most, when we first started dating, she would do the most adorable thing. We'd go into a store and you know how like they'd have baby shoes that are like, They'd have awesome multicolored Nikes that are like, mm-hmm. you know, look like they should be hanging from a rear view mirror. Stone faced, she would walk up and put them on the counter and go, Do you have these on a nine? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to see how they would respond. <laughs> and, you know, and the guy would go, No. And she'd go, Can you order them? <laughs> info. Like, it was hilarious. That is hilarious. Ishe awesome. uh, says, It's no big deal when someone has their Facebook settings private, but it annoys me when someone's Instagram is set to private. Yes. It annoys you? I'm not a on the ground. Well, I mean, honestly, what happens is usually if I, like, I'll get a whole bunch of really nice comments on Instagram and then one shitty one. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, who wrote, who sent me this? And I go there and it's private. I'm like, oh, that's just, that just figures you asshole. <laughs> I can't, just request. I, I can't cross that barrier into Instagram. I can't do it. I don't it's know fun. Why. I'm not a picture guy. I don't enjoy taking photos. Mm. But you could enjoy looking at, maybe you don't enjoy looking at photos. Yeah, but to be on, I mean, isn't it defeat the purpose to be like, I'm the guy with three photos of myself and then... I'm just no. going to be like Johnny Voyeur. Like, who do you got? <laughs> <laughs> there, I think there's plenty of people who just use it that way. Yeah, a lot. Really? I don't know. Because you'll you go to their be, page and they have no posts. You could be like the hashtag out. He only posts four times a year. That's yeah. like his maximum. Right. <laughs> yeah. At I any point. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterly? Like yeah. when you do your yeah. taxes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, whenever... Uh, yeah. Whenever dividends post are paid out. Post a W-2 and you're done. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. That's about all I do. <laughs> and lastly, Bad Ombre says, whenever I get a Cadbury cream egg, which is rarely, I always try to crack it like a real egg. Never really works, though. I've never done that. That sounds smushy. Sounds wasteful. Smushy yeah, the whole correct. egg will just... Ugh. They've I've gotten been, smaller, uh, haven't they? The Cadbury <laughs> eggs? Or have you know. gotten bigger? Did they you make, don't know, they make, Jenna? I know. They, I know. they did something. Recently, they changed the... the the formula, right? Or the flavor. Yeah, because Cadbury got bought out. And right. there was it's like a, different a major chocolate. backlash. Yeah. This Easter, they did something different. And people did, were like, yeah. whoa, whoa, slow your roll, Cadbury. You can't mess with candy. I didn't you know can't. anything about this. Yeah, Kraft owns them now. I am not a big fan of the Cadbury yeah. egg. I am not either. That's cheese, why. Which yeah, is what I think cheese. is so... It's all mac and yeah. cheese now. Uh, <laughs> like it's like a nacho cheese. I don't Stuffed understand. Stuffed with singles. It's it disgusting. Have this, yeah, the you plastic. Yeah, it's terrible. I've <laughs> recently <laughs> discovered a, the perfect hard-boiled egg uh, recipe, which do is... Do tell. Uh, oh, my do you goodness. Guys, uh, do, you, do you hard-boil oh, yourself? Oh, yeah. We like a good soft boil This has been topic on the pod. Really? Yeah. You really, you fit in here, man. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you what. I know. I, I'm, <laughs> Strong I'm, feelings I'm, about nectarines. I know. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, got so, I'm, I have some misgivings about where I took this podcast earlier with my earthy, <laughs> crunchy, tr- dirt-munching, hug, tree-hugging, druid bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this podcast. And now I'm going to get a lot of shit from fucking... John, no. this podcast from, goes there, so yeah, don't okay. worry about it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah... <laughs> I know. I'm just waiting for the hair. Hey, I want to tell you something nice. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, there, there. This uh, hard-boiled egg recipe is: you put them. You p- obviously put the. I say obviously. You put the eggs in a pot uh, without water. 
Mm-hmm. You fill it with just enough water to cover the eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bring it to a boil, and the moment, I mean the moment that the boil starts to roll enough that the eggs start moving, you turn the water off, cover the pot for 17 minutes. <gasps> Yes. 17 minutes exactly. Yeah. Take at 17 minutes you take it off, you pour the hot water out, flush it with cold water in the pot still. Yeah. Pour it back out again, pour more cold water in this time, throw in a few ice cubes and then let that sit for as long as it takes to cool, oh. maybe 20 minutes. Wow. And then peel it. 37-minute egg. Plan ahead, hard-boiled eggs. Peel it under water. And, uh, dude, I did one today, and it's like, if it's oddly satisfying Mm -hmm. when you can peel a hard-boiled egg easily, when Mm -hmm. when it just, like, falls off in giant chunks as opposed to, you know, breaking it off. Shatters. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Tearing the egg apart. Tearing your finger Mm -hmm. as well. Mm Mm-hmm. My mom cuts it, she breaks it in half and then scoops out the egg from the shell. It's magic. I cannot do it, but she does it beautifully every time. Breaks it? In, what do you like, mean? Like, cuts it She open? like cracks the egg open with oh. her hands. Without, Wait, without splitting even the egg it? in half? No, she splits the egg in half oh, and then okay. she digs the egg out. A, for a hard boiled egg or yeah, a soft boiled wow. egg? I've seen that with soft boiled eggs, but not hard boiled. Now, so this this egg is super easy to peel does it also taste better than other recipes it, it does not get that sort of bluish greeny yeah, that's kind of colorization yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't become chalky on the inside mm-hmm. um it's uh yeah i mean it's uh, i find uh i find that they're awesome i'm gonna have to try this yeah i've been so i was super into eggs before pregnancy Kind of no, not really into eggs during pregnancy, and then I'm now I'm back. Yeah, well, you dropped a few eggs. I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to be can- a cannibal, um, but I have one of those uh, electric things. It's called the Dash Egg Go Cooker, I think, and you just plug. You put you put the eggs in, you put water in, and then you plug it in and turn it on, and then it boils them. Oh, and wow. I forget why I got that. I think I was just tired of doing it the old stove way. But now there's a new way to do it on the stove. So I will try it. Uh, you know, I've had success with it. You guys, if you can, I'm always open for uh, improvements. Yeah, I do mine much. I was uh, I was with you filling just enough water to the top, boiling See, it. Just, and then it. I just boil it for like five minutes and then I'm done. I think that's sometimes that's the way I used to do it. Yeah. I think sometimes I'm overcooking it. Yeah, and that's I when don't. It gets yeah. greeny and then chalky yeah. and all yeah, that. That it's is dry and mealy and. Why mm-hmm. the not very much water to make it happen faster? Yeah, Cook I think faster. just to boil because you're just trying to heat it up right. enough right. and then let it sit and. But like uh, little tricks like that, like I'm gonna make uh, Friday. We have a dinner party. I'm making homemade pasta. And homemade pasta is like unbelievably easy to make. It's yes. like a fucking 12-year-old could do it. And it's so good. Oh, yeah. Do you have one of those things you roll it and it cuts it? Uh, a pasta I like shredder? a pasta sheet roller. Yeah. And then, um, but I've done it. Like I did it at my in-law's place with like, you know, I mean, I literally did it with a rolling pin and just An you know, hand cut it with a knife, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the the difference between homemade pasta. If you make homemade pasta and you have the difference between that and dried pasta, it's like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. wow, right. Uh, and really, all it takes is like you know, fifteen minutes on a little elbow grease. You know, do you, where do you get that? 
<laughs> Amazon, right? Amazon Prime, I think. Through. Um, no, it's uh, it's easy, but it's all it's just like it's shockingly simple. It's like you know, four or five eggs and you know, some flour and a little. My grandfather used to make homemade pasta. Oh, it's great. So good. When you cut it yourself with a knife, did you feel like you got pretty uh, consistent sized? ribbons of pasta but it, that's a well or is I've, that the beauty of I it i found that it's sort of uh, first of all if you're making homemade pasta it, and it and it ends up being a little thicker it almost is all that much better because it's got a little the pasta has got a little snap to it it's a mm-hmm. little more al dente and um and uh so i almost found that the hardier like you don't want you know Angel hair. Yeah, you don't want angel hair. You don't right. want spaghettini. You want it to be a little more like linguine fettuccine. You want something with a little heeny in it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, thinking... You want a little more buntini. <laughs> but you can also get there. There are these little, like, uh, they look like um, uh, spurs, you know? You can get them and you just, oh, you just yeah. roll it. Yeah. And you can it, one side will be, like, there's it'll have two wheels on each side. And then one will be... Uh, wavy if you want to make wavy pasta and the other straight and but i mean i've literally just done it with a knife and i never knew what those were for those spurs you're talking about yeah. pastry cutting too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now i know you guys there's a dog that's available for adoption you are a dog Poop on your bed You are a dog Poop on your bed A doggy dog Poop on your bed Dog, 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 dog Poop on your bed Dog, 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 dog Poop on your bed That's what you are Poop on your bed You are a pooch An ugly mutton You come inside You come inside With poop on your butt With poop on your bed Dog, 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 dog Dog, 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 dog That's what you are That's what you are Meet Bailey, a sweet and petite Jack Russell Terrier mix. Uh, She's female, approximately five years old. She's been at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge since November. Where are we now? March. She needs to be adopted, you guys. That's, that's, That's some time. Bailey is curious and likes to explore. She enjoys long leash walks, but can go for a good cuddle, too. Bailey is a pretty girl, all white with a black button nose. She's full grown at 23 pounds. She would be perfect for someone who lives in an apartment or condo. Bailey is such a good dog. We can't believe she's still looking for her best friend. Listeners can learn more about Bailey using uh, this tiny URL. So go, you can find out more about her by going to tinyurl.com slash baileybff. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash baileybff. And I um, also have the link in the episode summary. She could be the next party girl. She could. Totally. I know. Tell Janet. That makes me sad. I know. It's sad. You guys, everyone at the table, thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.